Tell Me I'm Wrong, a podcast about time, slowing down, and the things we've learned in our 20-some-odd years of living. Let's meet our hosts. I'm Scarlett, omnidirectional writer, witch, wanderer. And I'm Plum, introverted bibliophile, creator, empath. Let's get started, shall we? Hello! Welcome back! We are on episode 18 total. Yes. Third episode of season two. Correct. Which is crazy. Because we like just started this a couple months ago. Because, <laughs> you know, time. Time is weird. Time is really fucking weird, guys. And that's what we're talking about today. Because it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> At all. It's especially weird because we are pre-recording this by months basically at yes. this point um and so we're thinking about things two months in advance while also working on things from you know now that aren't gonna come out for two months so it's very strange it's very strange i kind of like that because you know we feel very prepared yes. and like ready for it but then it's like we're we very mildly freak out about things that we have to do mm-hmm. in two months times and it's like no wait we have time. Yes. We can we can wait, like, another week before we have to, like, seriously think about that thing that we have to do for that one thing. For example, since it's already out for these episodes, we have the new music, which we talked about in the last couple episodes. We have new art. And all of these things, as of this recording date, are not finished. <laughs> so, um, but they will be in this episode, and they will be in the things surrounding this episode. So yes. it's like... It's crazy. <sighs> Time is freaking strange. Time is really, really strange. And obviously, you know, we do research for things that we want to talk about specifically. And I was absolutely bombarded with all of the science things. And I'm like, this is great. This is fantastic. This is not what I want to talk about. This is not what I'm going to talk about. It was very, I'm not a sciencey person. It's just there's a lot of numbers and, like, math, and I'm just like, no, I'll leave that to the experts. That's not what I'm all about. I don't want to talk about that. Yes. But it was kind of interesting. <clears throat> One thing that did kept coming over and over once I finally got off the science side of it, which was our perception of time mm-hmm. can really vary from person to person, but there is a consistency of as you get older, your perception of time does change. And I knew that because I've actually talked with people about this before and someone actually explained it to me. And like, of course, as soon as I finished explaining, I was like, I don't remember a single thing you said, but it sounded smart and I'll just Google it later (laughs) when I can actually think about it. But it's kind of wild because you don't, you don't really think about it until you're like intentionally thinking about it. Yeah. Because who thinks about time? (laughs) You only really think about time when you're trying to get it to go faster, and of course, thinking about it makes it feel so much slower. Right, because you're just constantly staring at the clock. And I was that person. I still am that person, but I've definitely gotten better at not looking at the clock and not, like, counting down the seconds and minutes, which really just drags it out and makes you feel way more miserable. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I used to do that, especially when I was at my retail job. I was constantly, like, on my phone looking at my handheld devices, like, how much longer do I have to wait to do this? Like, yeah. I was constantly counting. I was like, okay, I have 
five more 10 minute chunks before I can do this. Like break it down in any way imaginable. Yeah. Which is hard because like, obviously I've been there too. Um, but when you start thinking about it that way, like you said, it makes you a lot more miserable because basically you are wishing your life away (laughs) because you just want to get done with the shift. And that is problematic. And I feel like that happens too. Like, even if you're not at work being miserable, if you're at home and feeling depressed, you're just like, oh, time. I just want this day to be over. I just want this week to be over. I just want this month to be over. I just want this year to be over. And then all of a sudden the year is over. And what do you have to show for it? (laughs) Like, good job. You have now passed another year of your life with nothing. (laughs) Yeah, there that that that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. And it's a lot to think about. It is because you know we've talked about it briefly in our uh, New Year's resolutions, where it's like, oh, we'll we just put it off. Like we just wait. Like we'll wait until it's Monday. We'll wait until the next month. We'll wait until the new year. And that's kind of the same thing. It's like you're constantly waiting and waiting and waiting, and you're not doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that definitely plays a major part. That's a lot. <laughs> It's, yeah, it is a lot to think about because basically, um, time is just something that we use to measure our existence. Yes. Our existence and our experiences. Yeah. And that was something that, um, I found, this was something that one of our coworkers, we had actually talked about it and she explained it to me exactly how I read it in the articles. And it was kind of funny because I was like, so this must have been like the exact article she read or she must have read this study because I was like, that's exactly what she said. I'm curious as to who you're talking about. I'll tell you after. Um, no hints for me. <laughs> no. Uh, she's one of the youth librarians. Okay. Um, but... The whole thing about, like, as we get older, time seems to pass faster. It's actually true. It does, in a sense, in a way, pass faster. Because when we're younger, we're experiencing all these new things. And when we're younger, we take in all of these details. So things just seem like they last longer. Mm. Um, because we have all these details we can remember, and that takes time. But when we get older, we have less first experiences, so there's less for us to, like, um, embed in our brains. There's less details to take in. So like, there's not that many first new things. And they talk about, like, your first kiss, your first car, your first job. Like, the first. Mm-hmm. Um, so time does just start speeding up. And it was kind of funny because it's, like, it starts in your 20s. I'm like, that seems really, like, young for how long people sometimes live. I'm like, I guess... I never really thought about it until they're like, yeah, it starts in your, like, 20s. I was like, wait, what, really? Mm -hmm. I'm like, why do I feel, maybe this is just society, but I'm like, 20s always just seemed like it was still considered a very young age. And Mm -hmm. that's society telling me that I'm not technically adult, even though I'm an adult. Yeah. So there's some of that to work through. But at the same time, I'm like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Because, you know, it was just 2020, like, two days ago, and we're already almost through january 2021 now Mm -hmm. like i don't know it's crazy um so i do have some stuff on that i watched many vsauce (laughs) videos i don't know if have you watched vsauce no i have not he's a freaking hoot you should really watch some stuff obviously i'm going to put these in our resource doc so you can watch them um but he talks about that amongst many other things um and this is what he calls uh proportion theory um so basically like when you're nine that's a tenth of your life, so it's a long time. Yes. So once you get to your 
20s and 30s, then it just considerably shrinks, like, the amount of time that your actual year is. Because the amount of time you spent on the Earth is much longer. And he talks about how it's not, like, the weeks or the days that necessarily feel, like, shorter or longer, um, but the decades definitely do because you kind of start, like, squishing everything together and you're like, oh, that all happened in the 90s, which was... 30 years ago? Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't want to talk about, but, um, and then he also talks about how it plateaus once you get to, like, your 60s, so, like, you stop feeling like everything... Retirement age. That's the first thing that popped into my brain. You, like, start to chill out. You start to chill out? ready... So you have time. You have time. And then you start to chill out when you hit that. But when you retire, that's when you start doing all of those things you said you were going to do when you retired. Yeah. So you're getting those new experiences, those memorable experiences. If my parents were here, they'd be like, ha, 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 you don't retire in your 50s or 60s because oh the planet is broken. My my dad still tries to tell my mom that he's going to retire by 65. And she just laughs at him. And she's like, fat chance you're working until you're at least 70. And the thing is, is like my dad is very very healthy and even though he is close to that he doesn't look it he looks like he can pass for like 45 and we just all hate him for it (laughs) (sighs) but yeah proportion theory proportion theory yes that's exactly what i read i didn't write down the sciencey bit so i'm glad you did (laughs) um but there were two people there was one who was a psychologist i believe he was a children's psychologist william james who talked about the, you know, comparing the childhood to the now and those memorable experiences. And then also David Eagleman. He was on the neuroscience neuroscience side of it, but basically the same thing. And there's, like, there is um, consistency in that fact. Like, this is how it works. This is how it happens. But there was one thing that was brought up in one of the articles that just kind of made me laugh and made me feel slightly better. But have you ever had those, like, days where you're driving and then you get to your destination and you're like, how did I get here? Yeah. Okay, that's totally normal. Yeah. (laughs) And I was just like, I always thought, I'm like, I know this happens to everyone, but it's one of those things where it's like, I think I'm weird, something is wrong, and then it's totally normal because, you know, you're not experiencing anything new, which is a good thing because you don't want to experience new things when you're driving. Because that can be bad. You're experiencing yeah. the things you're used to. So, you know, you have to make a turn here. You know there's a stop sign coming. You know there's a stoplight. So, it's not... They're not new. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, thank God. It's also why, like, driving to a new place takes forever, but coming home from the new place doesn't take as long. Yes. Because you're encoding all of these <clears throat> memories of landmarks and things and streets, even if you're not, like, trying to remember them. And it takes you fucking forever to get there, even though it's the same amount of time. <laughs> Because on your way back, you're like, oh, I'm going home. Here's the things for home. These are home landmarks. And yeah. then you go home. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That was me driving home from an interview a couple of weeks ago. It, like, took me forever to get there. And then mm-hmm. coming back, I was like, that didn't take me any time at all. It's the same thing when you have to turn down your music when you're looking for a turn. <laughs> How dare you make noise. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I do that all the time. I'm home and I'm like, oh. How? What? What? I'll be pulling into my subdivision. I'll be like, wait a minute. Did I make that turn? When did I, when did I, like, did I stop? It's like, you know you stopped because even though your brain is like, 
you're on your way home, you're on your way home. Your brain is still going to be aware of, like, the stop sign and the red lights. That's why they're red, because they're eye-catching. Very literally, you are just on autopilot. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, going along with time, and it's passing quickly, and then it's not passing at all, there was something I was reading about time pressure and stress. And it's that feeling of so much to do, so much to do, and not enough time to get it done. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it was, yes, that basically, basically, that is it. But it was kind of interesting because they brought up the point. And it's one of those things that's like, you know you know this, but until someone writes it out and then you read it, your brain doesn't click it. Um, but when you're stressed, you can't focus. And then you're not in the present because you're constantly in the past and the future. Like, why didn't I do this back then? Like, I need to do this for then. And like, why can't I get anything done? Because you're constantly in two different places, but not in the one place you need to be. Mm. And that was kind of like, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Because when, you know, thinking back to college and you're thinking about all these projects and these papers, like, yeah, okay, I was really stressed and pressured and like, I got it done, but like, I wasn't like thinking about the paper in the moment. I was thinking about the fact that, like, I needed to submit it in, like, two days' times or, like, within a couple hours. And, like, I wasn't thinking about what I was doing then. I was thinking about what I had to do next. Yeah. So I wasn't living in the present, which seems to be a thing. (laughs) We've talked about it multiple times, and it just keeps getting brought up in reasonable manners. But it's like, I just, you know what? (laughs) Stop calling me out. <laughs> I'm doing it to myself. Yeah. We are all doing it to ourselves. <laughs> this is what we do as people. We think too hard about things that we shouldn't be thinking about. No. But that's kind of just where it's at. And I think especially with everything that's been happening, you know, 2020 as a whole, and then the start of 2021, which definitely got started with a bang... Mm, yeah (laughs) time is just really fucked up there were a lot of articles and like articles on like people's personal experiences and like why does it feel like this like just flew by but at the same respect why does it feel like it dragged on it's like well how did you spend your time and it does come down to that like yeah we're talking about how crazy time can be but like how did you spend it or how did you try to spend it Did you try to, like, take advantage of the free time we all of a sudden had? Or did you, like, could you not? Like, were you one of the people that still had to work every single motherfucking day? Yeah. So, um, in Vsauce's, I was gonna say episode, um, (laughs) this video, he talks about this, um, in regards to 2020 and how that all played out and compared it to this experiment he did for his, um, show that he does, um, called Mindfield, where he was, he put himself in isolation in a white room (laughs) with nothing, and this was years ago, for three days, and he just did nothing for three days. Like, he had some things to do in there, but it wasn't, like, connected to the outside world, and... Um, he talks about those two things, like, kind of feeling similar because it feels really long while you're doing it, but because what you're doing is monotonous and un- 
like understimulating for mm-hmm. you it all just kind of rolls into one thing where it's like the time passes and then you look back and you're like oh this much time has passed and I haven't done anything um and it feels like very unfulfilling so you're like both racing through it but also not because it's all so slow but when you look back on it then you see like oh that feels like no time at all because you weren't doing anything <laughs> and you don't have these like novel things happening where you're like oh this is a time marker that I have to show like how much time has passed like obviously some big stuff happened in the past year socially and (laughs) otherwise so obviously we have those time markers but between those things it's just kind of like nothing it's a limbo especially if you're not working because you don't have other stuff to worry about yeah and I think I think for me, it also, because I graduated last April, and that was really a huge thing for me. Like, all of a sudden, I didn't have this thing I was actively striving for, actively working towards, because I had been in school since high school. Yeah. And, like, even through the summers, like, I had school in the summers, and then all of a sudden, it ended, and I was just like, you know, you get a little lost. Yeah, absolutely. Because when you don't have goals and things, you're just kind of floating. (laughs) which is why I still constantly consider going back to school (laughs) I feel that but it would be for something I wanted to do yes so I think I would be a lot more fun and enjoyable yes but yeah I don't know last year was wild Mm. last year was wild and also was nothing (laughs) I only didn't work for what two whole weeks (laughs) yeah um and then went back to work remotely and then went back to both jobs like gangbusters like freaking thrown in oh yeah you went you got thrown in the deep end like real quick and I was working a lot (laughs) yeah you were I don't know it's kind of funny I think why a lot of people a lot of people have you know they've started asking me like how many hours a week do I get and da 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 and I'm like first of all I'm not telling you second of all I don't know like, it's hit or miss for me because it's not so structured, even though they want it to be. And the, the my one supervisor is like, you know, you don't have to pick up all these extra shifts. I'm like, no, 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 no. I need to work. Hi, this is my job. I would like to work at it. Yeah. And, like, I think that finally, like, clicked for her and then my other supervisor that was just like, I'm not making this a secret. Like, I need something to do. I was, this is how I was raised. Mm-hmm. I need to be doing something with my time. Like, don't let me sit at home because I have nagging parents that won't leave me alone. Because <laughs> they think I'm just sitting there and, you know, that doing I'm not nothing. doing anything. It's like, no, I'm actually doing stuff. You're just not seeing it. One, because I'm not showing you because I don't want to show you. Two, because you don't care to see it. Yeah. I'm not wasting my time. I am actively doing shit. <laughs> just because I'm not out getting a paycheck because in their minds, that's all that matters. Like, you're wasting your time if you're not earning money. There's something. There's something. You can't earn money at everything, though. Does Seriously. that mean that family time is a waste, according to them? No. I would love to say that and see what they say. <laughs> They'd be so pissed. No, people have their own priorities, and of course, they're not going to line up with yours, so if they see you as wasting time, then they're not going to be happy. No. Even if you're doing something productive. Yeah. Like what we're doing today. Right <laughs> I do need to come up with something to tell them, though. <laughs> We're not doing anything. We're being wasteful. We're we're chilling. We're relaxing. That's what this is all about. And, you know, there's that other debate about time and, you know, wasting time and what are you doing with your time. It's like, you know what? Why don't you worry about yourself? And I'll worry about myself. 
because it's my time not your time i'm not wasting your time you're wasting your own time leave me the fuck alone (laughs) you're wasting your time by telling me that i'm wasting my time there you go actually you're wasting both of our times if you're telling me that i'm wasting my time (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i i don't get the whole i i get it and i don't get it like you have to be And this ties into the next episode so much that I'm trying not to, <laughs> to bleed into it. But, like, people want you to do things specifically in the way that w- they want you to do it because that's how they were raised and that's partially how we were raised, but that doesn't mean that it's correct. <laughs> I was raised by a Gen X and a baby boomer. All I was raised to do was to work. More on that later. I was raised by two boomers, and yes, work. That's it. (laughs) Just work. So we've talked about wasting time, and we talked about how time goes fast and slow, how Mm. slow it can go. But there's also when time goes fast when you're having fun. Mm -hmm. And that was really fun. It was actually kind of hard to find because... It brought me back to way more sciencey science stuff, and oh. I was like, "This isn't what I want." I have some things about it. Okay, so. cool. I have a couple of things, but I was like, "No, no, no. We need to talk about this because this is a thing. This is what we do. <laughs> this is what we do. Um, and this is why we have this as a topic, and why I was like, you know what? It's time we talked about this because we're already like two months in advance. Yes. We've been doing this for a while. What the hell happened? Not in a bad way. It's a very, very good thing. But it was just like I don't understand. Yeah." So we'll get together, and it'll once feel a week. Once we get together, once a week, and for a whole day, for a whole day, <laughs> and we'll start. And then all of a sudden, it's been seven hours, and we're like, "What? Where did time go? Wasn't it just like two, and now it's like nine p.m.? Like, what the fuck <laughs> happened?" The only way I know that time is passing is. If we've spent too much time on our phones and I'm like, hey, what am I doing here? And then I look at the time or I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, yeah. We go by when Scarlett gets hungry and it's like, it's lunchtime. Okay, wait, what? How many hours? Have, it's been three hours. Yes. I'm thinking about lunch right now. <laughs> That's after. So there's this thing called the dopamine release, which causes our internal clocks to run faster, which is why it feels like it's going by so fast when you're having fun. Um... But I noticed when I was reading this, because I read one or two articles, and there's some slight inconsistency on if this is really the cause of it, because they're like, well, dopamine also causes you to slow down, Hmm. so it doesn't necessarily make sense. So I was like, that's interesting. I'll mention it, because dopamine is good. (laughs) Dopamine is good, people. But I was like, I'm like, that makes sense. And they're like, but wait, it may not be. I'm like, that also makes sense. Science, man, you never know. Brains are freaking weird, though. Brains are really fucking weird. Brains are wild, just as wild as time, because you never know. But there was something else that ties into what I said earlier about being in the moment. Mm-hmm. Is that when you're, like, really invested in something, when you're, like, present. Yes. You're not paying attention. You're not thinking about the past or the future. You're, like, in the moment. So that you're that's all you're thinking about. You're not looking at the clock. You're not thinking about anything else. So you're just, like, and then it just goes. And it's nice. So the thing that I have about it is the two different ways that we, as he, as Vsauce was talking about it, feeling time. Um, so there are two different ways that he talks about 
Um, we feel time prospectively, which means we're paying attention to it as it happens. Like, this is where we are right now, and we are feeling time as we are talking, you know? And I can obviously see the time ticking by on our recording. Um, and then there's retrospective time, which is thinking back about times that have passed and, like, how short or long it felt, basically. He talks about um, people, like, being able to guess how long time, how much time has passed since, like, a certain thing happens or whatever. Usually like in minutes and for one minute it's easy to count and then after that it gets harder unless you're Dr. Stone. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all he did. <laughs> Just counting seconds. Um, so he talks about um, the way these two things interact like in vacation. So I know we're all aching for a vacation right now but if you can think back to a time when you were able to go somewhere. Um, Chicago. Chicago. So we can talk about Chicago. So what he calls like the airport delay or the travel delay when you're doing it feels very long hmm. because you're like, oh, how many more hours? Are we there yet? Is is it over? Do I have to sit here any longer? And then you have your exciting day, a.k.a. running around, seeing flowers and shit, eating food, seeing BTS. <laughs> And that time, or that the way that feels in perspective time, it feels short because you're like running around and it's fast and you're 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 excited, and the activities are stimulating and they're novel and they're new and everything is very exciting. Then when you're thinking back on it, the travel time doesn't seem so long because you already did the travel and you got there and it's whatever and you don't think about it because you're not like oh. Remember when we were sitting in that train for so many hours? <laughs> like, obviously, we, we've we talked about it, but that's not the thing that you, like, remember the most no. things about. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> and then retroactive, retrospectively thinking about the exciting days, you're like, wow, we ran around, we walked for a million miles, we saw all these animals, like, we did so many things, and all of that feels long. And he basically differentiates the things into empty activities, which, like I said, scrolling through your phone forever is a monotonous and unstimulating experience, just like traveling, because you're just waiting for the airplane to let you board, or waiting for the train to go, or whatever. Like, obviously, there are things between there that are fun. Yes. But for the most part, that's, like, not the fun part of the trip. No. And then there are full activities which are stimulating and, like I said, novel and new that make you remember parts of it and it feels, like, longer, basically. Yeah. So it's just how you feel time <laughs> and how you feel the things that you use as time markers. Those memorable experiences. Oh, yes. We love a memorable experience. Chicago was a very memorable experience. Sometimes... When I'm at the coffee shop in the morning, it's like a certain shade of a blue outside yes. because it's like nice, crispy, cold morning. Not that it was cold. <laughs> well, it was cold. It was May when we went there. Yep. Um, but not that cold. Um, but things will just look just right. And I'm like, oh, this reminds me of when we went to Chicago. And it just feels... And I'm like, I want to go back so bad. <laughs> One day. One day soon, hopefully. <laughs> One day. Um, but yeah, like, he also mentions how we 
aren't thinking about time and not attending to it makes it go quicker. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We love time. (laughs) We love time. Yeah, okay. It's not bad. It's good. Can be good. Listen, (laughs) it's made up. It's just a way that we are measuring our experiences here. <laughs> like That's true. That's true. That's a good way to think about it. And I think that um, because of work and because of doing things that we don't want to do necessarily, we start to, like, resent time. But time itself is just the measurement. We aren't... We shouldn't be resenting time because, again, then we're resenting our time here and we want it to be over. We want to zip past the parts that are boring and not to bring up a mediocre movie, but click had it right on that. Like, if you just start zooming past everything that you don't want to do right now, suddenly you're dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, that's a fucking throwback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. I mean. No. I get it. Um, I'm replaying the movie in my brain. It's been so fucking long since I've seen it. You're mm-hmm. even talked. That's a lie. Someone was talking about it just the other day. I don't remember where though. It's so strange because who would talk about Click? Seriously, I think that was the whole thing. Like, why? Why would this movie ever be brought up again? Like, what was the point of it? It had a very good point. Clearly, clearly. it had a good message. Yes. Um, the execution maybe not so much. It's an Adam Sandler movie, isn't it? Uh huh. So there you go. So, not to drag Adam Sandler. <laughs> no, no, no. Or anything. I grew up watching Adam Sandler. His movies are fucking hilarious. Okay, I much love Adam Sandler, humor, comedy. It is my thing. But I don't like that movie. No, I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> but we're still gonna reference it. Yeah, because so it's that. good. It's good. It's got a message. It does. Yes. So there's a whole bunch of other fucking time illusions that he talks about in this video. (laughs) It's very interesting to think about, and he does multiple videos about it. So, again, I will put them all in the description. You know who we haven't talked about when it comes to time yet? Oh. Doctor Who. Oh. Oh. Wibbly wobbly. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Fucking lay it on me, man. I just do- in general, like, I'm thinking of all the big moments, you know, when they watch the world explode with the ninth Doctor and Rose. I, time is inevitable. Is that the right word? Time passing is inevitable. Mm. It's just the thing, you know. I think part of it is that people don't want to accept that time is moving. Yeah. But you have to. And people who want time to move faster, you got to slow down. Time is moving as fast... Time moves as time decides to move. <laughs> time time literally, in reality, moves the same speed as it always does. Yes. It's how you spend your time that really matters. Yes. Live in the moment. I think if there was ever a show... Wow. Yeah. No. Doctor Who. I miss Doctor Who. I want to watch it now. <laughs> I don't know. I think Doctor Who, like, looking back at it, like, it, I don't want to say it makes a joke out of time, but it definitely does, like, give you a good perspective of what could be, what you could do, 
And then, you know, you want to live in the moment, but that doesn't mean you can't dream about what you want to do. No. You know, plan your time. If you want to do something in the near future, plan for it. But you got to start planning now in the present. You can't plan for it in the future because then it's going to take even longer to get there. Mm-hmm. You got to think about these things. <laughs> but you got to live in the moment. There was, yeah, live in the moment, which sounds really cheesy and, you know, think you're on like some spiritual retreat, but it's not wrong. No, especially in this day and age. Exactly. You really need to be paying attention to what you're doing with your time because we start doom scrolling and suddenly you've just wasted a whole day just being anxious about things that you cannot change by scrolling. That's why when people like get all up in arms on social media and they're like going off about everything, I'm like, you gotta take a break. You gotta put the fucking phone down. Nothing good is coming out of you repeatedly listening to people be crazy yeah i mean there's a fine line between defending yourself or maybe someone else and then there's another line where you just start going off about something that you're not even involved in which is i've been seeing a lot more and literally last night i was like this place is very scary i'm going to avoid it for the rest of the night (laughs) i went on there for one fucking thing (laughs) and i started scrolling because that's what you do and then i was just like nope okay i'm off now this is not a fun place anymore no, and there's this, like, weird part of us that is, like, I need to see it for myself. Yes. I need to see it with my own eyes. And then you see it with your own eyes, and you're like, oh, my God, no! And then you can't stop scrolling, and you just keep seeing it, and it just makes you feel worse and worse and worse. When you didn't have to do it in the first place, all you need to do is block and report and be yes. done with the whole fucking thing. And that's the thing. Like, that's, that's part of the thing that gets me upset about it it's because it's like you're giving you're giving you're wasting your time you're giving them the time and attention that they so suddenly crave because you're just not ignoring it yeah like isn't that something we were all taught like if you ignore in only certain situations you can't ignore everything people if you just like you know annoying siblings when they're young because when they get older they have a lot more means but when they're younger you just ignore your little brother making these noises and eventually he'll stop and if he doesn't You're totally in your right to whack him. (laughs) But, you know, you just have to ignore it because once they don't get the attention, they're going to stop. They may try again, but you just keep ignoring them. You be the bigger person. I think there's a very fine line that I've noticed recently and acknowledging it. Like, yeah, okay, sometimes they do need to say something back. And that is their right. You can say something back. But there's a fine line where you are defending yourself and then you're just doing exactly what they're doing in a different way. Yeah, and I think we've all seen that in the last year with elections in the U.S. and with everything happening with Black Lives Matter, like, the amount of arguing on the internet became all-encompassing and, like, at some points just became way too much and wasn't... It was straying from what we needed to be talking about just into arguing and... For the sake of arguing. And wasting time on people that can't be changed. Right. And I understand that there is a point where you're like, oh, I need to let this person see what I see so that we can come to an agreement. But there are going to be people, I'm related to some of them... Me too. ...who are not going to ever see it your way. No. And repeatedly having conversations with them where all you're doing is pissing them off and pissing yourself off 
doesn't do you any good. And this is how people end up getting blocked. <laughs> like, Which is good. Yeah. Block them. Be done with it. They're not oh, yeah. going to change. I did it just a while ago. I'm still going to do it in the future. Yeah. Like, there, there are reasons why, like, some people are like, well, why don't you ever say something to him? I'm like, why would I waste my time and energy on a lost yeah. cause? It is a lost cause. I'm not wasting that time because it can be better used somewhere else. Yeah, and the way that I grew up was <laughs> if you if you acknowledge it and then you want to argue about it, then things are just going to be worse for you. So just shut the fuck up and don't say anything and get past today and then be done. You know, obviously this doesn't work with social injustice because we all need to speak out about it. But arguing with your family about things that they are not going to get because they are just Stubborn racist. as fuck. <laughs> that too. Stubborn and racist. Yep. Um, or they don't know that otters are brown. Um, <laughs> you just are simply... You just need to be... Let it go. Be gone. Send them away. <laughs> Send them into the void of nothingness in the blocked land. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> it's so weird because obviously time is wrapped up in literally everything we do. So there's anything that we could talk about <laughs> that could be wrapped up in this episode because yeah. we are all in time. Mm-hmm. Big sigh. Here, here's something fun. For the longest time, my parents were convinced that I couldn't tell time. What? <laughs> like, literally, analog they, clock yeah. can't tell time? Yeah. And it's like, well, no, I can read the numbers. I know what the numbers say and mean. But because I've always had this thing, and I hate Googling it because it tells me things I don't want to hear, um, sometimes I can't actually recognize that time is passing. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't occur to me. It doesn't think, which is why when I do work, even though everyone says not to do this, I still say, fuck you, I'm going to do it. I have something playing on my TV, usually YouTube or a show, but it's something mindless that I've already seen 7,000 times. So, like, I don't have to engage with it because I can do that. I know a lot of people can't do that, but that is something I can do because it's just mindless noise in the background. Um, that was the only way I could recognize time was passing because something was consistently moving on my screen showing me that time was passing because otherwise I would just sit there and stare off into the distance and daydream away. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but for the longest time, my mom was convinced, my mom specifically, because my mom likes to nitpick when she thinks things are wrong because she likes to have, you know, cookie cutter model home uh, life that I couldn't tell time. <laughs> On an analog clock specifically. I'm like, listen, math has never been my strong suit. Numbers have never been my strong suit. If it takes me 10 extra seconds to be like, that says it's this time. This was obviously when I was younger. Yeah. But she, she was convinced for the longest time that I didn't know how to tell time. And it still kind of pisses me off today to think about it. Because she'll still sometimes make comments. <laughs> so and I'm weird. just like... What is your problem? Let it go, lady. Seriously. <laughs> it's not the end of the world that I'm a little slow when it comes to telling time back then. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Well, this is a, as they would say, a general generational problem because we've had digital clocks for basically our entire lives. True. Um, so they think that we don't know how to read analog. Yes. <laughs> I have some, yeah, it's the same thing. Like, they don't think we know what, like, you know, fucking record players are or anything like that. And yeah, I'm like, right. We're bringing back record seriously. players. Seriously. 
<laughs> made so- Everyone wants those things back. I want them back. Like, more consistently. Yeah. Like, bring all the records back. Everyone should have records for everything. See, I do. It's the greatest thing. I have some really bad old ones that I got just for the fucking cover art. And one of them, his name is... Oh, shit. Engelbert. Humperdinck Engelbert is his legitimate name. And I only took the record because of that. (laughs) Exactly. What? Exactly. Records are fantastic. They are. (sighs) Someone argue a better way to listen to music. You can't. Time is weird. Time is weird. Um, some other things. Chronological illusions. Oh, what are those? So this is, like, when you find out or think about, like, think about Marilyn Monroe. And often people think about a young woman in black and white photos. Very beautiful. Very lovely. And then you think about the Queen of England. You think about an older lady in beautiful colors and, like, all these bright popping flowers, you know. Dogs. You think about dogs? Her corgi. Her fucking army of corgis. Tell me I'm wrong. (laughs) I'm specifically talking about the Queen of England, not her dogs. Well, she's got dogs. My brain connects. Continue. That's fair. And then you learn that they were born in the same year. No! 1926. Wait. Yes, but didn't Marilyn Monroe die young? Yes, but you can think about anyone at any point of time. Obviously, the person that we know as the Queen of England didn't used to be an old lady. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) She was once a young woman. She was. And they were born in the same year. That's crazy. Other things like Anne Frank and Martin Luther King Jr. born in the same year. 1929. That one I did not know. Um, wow. And you think of those things as being kind Holy of shit. separate. Because we... And this is this is something that he talked about. When we learn about history, we learn about it in chunks, right? We learn about it in chunks of time. And we don't often realize that some of those chunks are just on top of each other in different areas of the world. They're on the same timeline, people! <gasps> And when you think about it like that, it gets really scary because <laughs> I'm like shivering over here. Like, everyone's, oh no. everyone's timeline is all just shoved into this one giant thing. And this is why we don't think about this stuff because it's hard for your brain to comprehend. My brain doesn't like it. It's going wrong. Wrong. Those people didn't exist at the same time. Or like thinking about certain people like being alive when one person dies and then being alive when another person is alive and it's like so many years apart. Um, He talks about, Vsauce talks about all of these things in one of his videos so you can watch it. It's very strange because you're like, wait, what? Time doesn't make sense. But when you look at things like in history and you actually are paying attention to the dates, you're like, oh, this is happening at the same time as this thing. And it's just weird because like... I think one of the examples, I'm sorry if I can't remember this properly because history is not my thing, Um, but he's talking about the moon landing yes, and space travel and how it's happening in the same time period as when most of, a good chunk of the states still didn't allow black people to marry white people. 
And it's like, oh. Wait, okay. Oh, when you think about it that way. <laughs> I'm kind of curious then to which space travel. Moon landing. That was in 69? I think that's what he said. My dad was 10 years old. That's a scary thought. Right, your dad and my mom are the same age. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is scary to think about. That happened on his birthday. Wow. Very weird. But yeah, he has a whole video about chronological illusions, and it's just basically a mindfuck the whole time. Basically, that's what uh, you're telling me. (laughs) That's what I'm experiencing over here. Like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, So yeah, he basically just goes over all of these distortions of time because, again, it's just how we're feeling time passing. It's how we feel about a thing that we have used to measure our time literally here on the planet. Um, Wow. Also, he talks about how time is always moving forward, but our concept of our place in time doesn't always move forward. So... Like, when we think about the 90s, we don't think about it being 30 years ago. (laughs) I don't want to think about it (laughs) being 30 years ago. Yeah, me either. But it is. And um, (laughs) it's strange because he, he talks a lot about The Lion King because that's something he watched as a child. So he's like, it's weird to think about how The Lion King is closer to this other thing in the past happening than it is to right now. <laughs> and it's like, it's just, again, mind, mind fuck. A mind yes. fuck. Wow. I don't like it. I mean, it's so cool, but I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. And he, he talks about it being a chronostatic illusion which fools you to believe that certain things are nearer in time than they actually are because they are maybe nearer to you because you grew up watching it or, like, because of nostalgia or stuff like that. But it's not actually near you in time. It's just <laughs> near wow. you in in heart. <sighs> um, so, yeah, there's a whole bunch of things. And I found the actual note that I wanted to say earlier about the whole shutdown and everything because there's a tv paradox that changes that long short remembering time thing so in retrospective um time feeling Mm -hmm. uh so it feels short while you're doing it and then it feels short when you're not doing it so like you watch a show or whatever and That rapid, this is a quote, rapid stimulus gives us the fullness that makes time fly by, but fractured, decentralized, one-way experiences feel unconnected. So they don't feel like they took up your time. Um, And then he talks about how it's basically like burning time on both ends, which is funny because we often burn ourselves at both ends. (laughs) Um, But... And this is the best freaking thing that he said in this whole video. Worth my my time watching it. Um, he says that, that it only counts with things that we don't have emotional connections with. So if we spend time doing things that we do have emotional connections with, like um, things that he put examples of 
um, like things that you own merchandise for, things that you really like and you want to enjoy. Yes. So like us watching BTS videos or concerts or things like that, um, watching an anime you like, reading fic for a thing that you like, drawing or painting or something, doing something that involves this thing that you really enjoy actually makes that TV paradox, the short short, go away. So it does actually have that long, like, um, novel and stimulating ideas for it. And he said, and I quote, so the pace of life may be taking your life from you, but standing could give you your life back. <laughs> Ooh, nice. The fact that he actually said standing, I was like, oh God, <laughs> he really gets it. He, he gets, gets it. me. <laughs> he gets it. But I thought that was interesting because even if you're, like, scrolling through nonsense, like, so how we are scrolling through Twitter constantly for no fucking reason, but we're actually getting, like, new things and we're finding new things which are sparking new ideas, it's actually not just basically wasting our time because we are sparking new things and it is, it feels new and different and makes you want to continue on, basically. (laughs) And it's not a way to burn your time. No, and that definitely ties back into um, one of the articles I was reading. Is like, if you want to try and, like, slow your time down, learn new things. Hmm. Enjoy new things. Like, it literally is like, learn new things. Uh, get the new experiences. Find your new first. Constantly learn, which I think is a huge thing in general. Yes. But when you get those new experiences, like, we see the new photos or we see photos from, like, ages ago, but then we're both, like, where, I didn't know this existed. What, where did this come from? It's like gold mining. You're looking mm-hmm. for the good things. Yes. So, yes, I totally agree. I like that. I love it. It's so good. And, again, just, like, finding ways that you can enjoy spending your time because <clears throat> yes, this is the only time you've got, so yeah. you might as well enjoy it. Slow down and smell the roses, people. Smell the damn roses. Unless you have allergies and then do it at your own risk. LOL. (laughs) Me as hell not realizing I had allergies until I was much, much older. (laughs) I mean, hey. (laughs) We can't know it all. No, you can't. No, you can't. But you can learn. You can learn. You can learn. That's all I had to say. <laughs> I like it, though. I love that quote. I'm just, that's going to be, the, that's the best thing I've heard in it, a while. It's even funnier to see him say it because he is just a bearded science boy and comedy. It's just comedy. Yes. It's good, though. <laughs> it's good, though. Uh, so there are a couple other things I have written down to help you kind of live in the moment. Some of these you're going to already have heard. Some of them we've actually already mentioned in previous episodes, but it bears repeating because they're very, very all-encompassing, can do a lot for you. Lay it on me. Meditation. Obviously. (laughs) Yeah, obviously. And mindfulness. Um, I think people just kind of think of this as a word instead of like an actual action you can do. It does tie in with meditation, but it's being aware Mm -hmm. of yourself and your surroundings and what's going on, what you're thinking, um, which can be a lot, but you can always start small and just, you know, work your way up towards something um something one of the articles and this is in the source doc it said that i thought was interesting both the terminology they used for it and you know that they actually included it which was knowing your own cues and triggers Mm. um so when you feel yourself start to wander like if you notice 
Because there'll be times, like, you'll be doom scrolling and you'll be like, oh, I'm doing this thing. And you keep doing it. And you keep doing it. <laughs> you, you've ignored your cue. That yeah. was your cue to get off. That was your sign, people. You and you'd fuck off the internet. <laughs> Thankfully, I have someone who will, like, literally, like, eyeball message me, like, what are you doing? And then I immediately throw my phone across the room and ignore the message because I'm like, nothing! You yesterday? Yes. I just happened to open the app because I don't get notifications for right. it. And I'm getting TikTok spammed and I'm like, ma'am, I see that this was sent three minutes ago. Get the fuck off TikTok. And <laughs> I'm just like what are you doing? And she just sends me dot, 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 dot. And I'm like, get off. <laughs> get off. I am watching you. So yeah, uh, don't ignore your cues and triggers. Mm-hmm. Those are important. You need to be aware of them to protect yourself mm-hmm. and to help yourself. Yes. Um, and then the final thing that I have was to actually set reminders to take breaks. Mm. Because I don't think people realize how beneficial breaks are and how you can't just keep going and going and going and going. Yes, time is limited in a sense, but it will still be there five minutes from now. Take a breather. Take a walk. Get some water. Lunch. Get some food. My stomach is about to growl. I can feel it rumbling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I think that's really important because we are so... God, we're so caught up. We're so caught up and we want to be, like, as productive as possible. Again, this is going to tie into the next episode. Um, That when we're taking breaks, we're so busy thinking about the work that we have to do when we come back that we're not actually taking a break. Yeah, there are exercises. Like, a lot of people will recommend when you eat that all you do is eat and then you just think about what you're eating. It works for some people. A lot of people recommend it. It doesn't work for me, but I'm still going to recommend that you try it because maybe it'll work for you. So there you go. You got to try. Yeah. You can try a thousand and one different things to find the few things that work for you. That's why they're there. These lists are everywhere. Yes. And that's why they give you a whole bunch of things to try because not everything works for every person because we are all wacky and we're all different. Yes. And certain things just do not work for certain people brain types basically Mm -hmm. but yes try it out try some new things if you want to learn there's websites that will teach you things for free Mm -hmm. if you have the means there are also places that will teach you things paid uh check out your local libraries people you have no idea what they have available to you i'm sure you will be shocked the resources the resources the resources amazing (laughs) If you're in college, uh, I know things are a little bit wacky now, but I guarantee you that they have some sort of counseling center if you need that. Mm-hmm. They're going to have things for you. I got bombarded when I was in college about these wellness seminars and these mindfulness and meditation thingies. Obviously, everything's a little wackadoo, but I'm sure they still have something. You have the resources. You do. And if you need help finding them, guess what? I do reference and research. I can help you do a Google. That she does. She I can do. help you find what you're looking for. I can. I'm usually very good at it. <laughs> so if you need to find Plum and ask her where to find some stuff. We have all the social medias. Every social medias. We have not all of them. We have a few of them. We have a, a chunk. We, we have can't a decent possibly chunk. have all the social media. No, That's good God, absurd. no. We'd go crazy. <laughs> Find us on Twitter. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Curious Cat. Yell at us. Yell nicely. at us. 
very nicely politely be nice be kind screech with us you can screech with us we do a lot of screeching screeching is allowed screeching is allowed screeching is allowed (laughs) we do it often we yeah we're screechers yes that's how we communicate partially (laughs) excitement is to screech but yeah and all of our information is going to be in the resource docs so you can find it there Mm-hmm. Go watch these videos. I know I'm going to. Heck yeah. They're very entertaining. Oh, I'm sure. I get all of my new content from you, usually. You're like, have you watched this? Nope. Okay, Google. <laughs> Here I go. Yep. Diving in. Yep. And then I get lost. Well, I don't want you to get lost. <laughs> no, I just binge watch things. That's how I do it. Yeah, well, I'm here to pull you back out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Focus, people. Focus. We'll see you next week. Don't hurt your brains. See you next week. (laughs) Bye. Look out for the episode. Bye.